0: It is Monday night. If you're out there, let me know you're out there. Let me know you hear me. Let me know everything's going good. I've already got three people on instantly. Come on, guys. You're doing great this week. Jumping right in there. Yeah, I'm on. It's been a week since we've seen you guys. Um, You know, it's nice to be back here on the journey. My hat was doing a weird thing, so I'm just fixing it. There we go. But... uh. All right. Who's out there tonight? Say hi. Let us know you're out there. Also, don't be afraid to share the broadcast. Uh, When you share, it helps us reach bigger audiences, more people uh, with the message that we carry. Um, Also, uh, if you want to be a part of what we do, you can do that. You can go uh, right to our website, which is hcmstratford.org, and there's a donate button. You can become a part of the movement. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Podomatic, Deezer, and all those cool Podomatic spots, podcast platforms. We are there uh, all over the world. So uh, make sure you guys check out the audios when you're just jogging on your treadmills. Um, <laughs> and most important thing, make sure you're sharing, guys. Share the broadcast. Johnny's sharing right now. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> but... And don't be afraid to be involved. Ed and Orlean, you guys are awesome. You're always right on here with us. Um, yeah. Yeah, don't be afraid to be involved. Don't be afraid to comment. We've literally had God just shift directions on us through comments before. We are totally open to his leading, although we do carry a message. So, <laughs> Yeah, we do. Well, you carry a message mm-hmm. and I kinda hang out. It's yeah. great. I let you do all the prep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm like the sharpshooter, yeah. You know? like, <laughs> nice. It's like the uh you know, like the the prep sound guys. <laughs> they get all the sound set up and then like the main sound guy comes in for the show and does nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like hey. that. <laughs>
1: not really. What what would be really fun some night? I've thought about it actually even this week, but then Um, something came up. But uh, it would be really good, except people don't... I think they're a little nervous to engage, but we could do like a... They ask questions, and if we happen to have an answer, then we could have an answer, and have a... Like, even if it's a shorter night, of that kind of thing would be kind of fun, right? I would love it. I think... You know how we could do this?
0: Pre-questions.
1: That's it. We get people, and if there's no questions, then we know not to do it. And if there is,
0: hey... Yeah. It's hard to know what to ask, too, right, when we say, like, hey, does anyone have any questions? I get it. There's a lot coming at you within the two hours that we're here. <laughs> John's An like- now we're 34? No. No, we're
1: normally two. Well,
0: 145.
1: I think 144. We've been <laughs> 150.
0: We went three hours one time. Yeah, because we had Brian come on, too, right? <laughs> yeah, and that was yeah. at the end of our, our cast, Yeah. So. But we, uh, we appreciate you guys, and we just want to thank you for walking with us. Um, those who are walking with us who we don't know, we thank you, too. Yeah. Um, and we just appreciate you guys um, really, like, grabbing hold of and finding value in this time. And, uh, yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah. It's a great opportunity just to uh, be able to unpack Scripture and to be able to uh, maybe see things from different perspective,
0: yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Perspective well, hey. change is definitely on the list. Okay, see, <laughs> let's think of it like this.
1: For years, what were we, what were we singing, and what were we saying? Oh, I know. Oh Lord, take me deeper in your river. Okay. Oh Lord, I want to go higher. Yep. with you. So that's all he's doing is he's answering the prayer. It's true. So it's not my fault at all, see? No, it's
0: not. You're the Mm. answer to prayer. I guess. (laughs) We'll see. I always tell people Mm. either I'm insane and I'm going to have a great life or I'm right and I'm going to have a great life. Either way, I win. Either way, you win. That's right. Mm. It's all good. Hey. Mm. And that's a good place to start right there. Yeah. Mm. So do we have a few people on there? Yeah, we got our, our locals. <laughs> the locals. I feel like when everybody knows your name we Those people it, are here already. We should have called it cheers. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, and stolen just the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But, and did that intro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I sang it so Google doesn't know it's an algorithm and mm. charge us. Yikes.
1: Great. Mm. Abba.
0: <laughs> Copyright warnings.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, thank God they can't copyright the Holy Spirit,
0: right? Yeah, come on. Mm. (laughs) Or this wine. It's thick, guys. It's thick. (laughs) Or the wine. Or the wine. Come on. Ah,
1: Jesus, you're so good.
0: Yeah, Mm. come on. I have like a John Scotland in my head for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I hope time... that's not a premonition of where we're going. <laughs> it's time to do our scripture reading. Yes. Because they say that we don't read scripture. Yes. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah. John Scotland. Mm. Woo. Yeah. Come on.
1: Yes. Mm. Dudley Moore in
0: the spirit. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Oh, man, he, he was yeah. hilarious, man. He was hilarious. He saves the best mm-hmm. for us. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. For last. he saves the best for us. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Scripture in <and> verse, <laughs> same as the first. Come
0: on. Mm. Mm. Hey.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you just want to just kind <clears> of, <throat> this is called the a marinating moment brought to you.
0: You know what it is? It's actually the answer to Christ's prayer. He said, I pray that you come to know the fullness of joy. And the true definition of joy is the highest point of human pleasure or ecstasy. And so we're just doing what God prayed for. We're coming into agreement with Christ and and joy is a serious business
1: in heaven <laughs> so if you don't like joy you may not like heaven mm. there's gonna be a lot of joy there in fact there already is yeah that's, that's like... what we're tasting
0: <laughs> uh-oh eddie's mm. getting in mm. there we go bring it on mm. yeah yeah god we just mm. thank you for the um oh wow yeah the transference of awareness If we are all one in Christ, we should be able to pass on our awareness to each other. For those who are weak, we are strong. And so, God, right now we just release the awareness of his presence, Uh, your presence, Father. Our presence as a cloud of love. Like We are you. You are us. We are one. Mm -hmm. And so, God, we just release right now into the atmosphere that which you bring, wow, to the division, God, the splitting of spirit. And soul and God, we just thank you right now that there's there's a <laughs> bomb, the <laughs> healing bomb for our soul and life mm. for our spirit tonight, God. Yeah. Oh.
1: It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mm. <laughs> Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> Going down. <laughs> mm. Yes. Uh, Ooh, he's so good. Taste and see. Oh God. Uh, the Lord is good. Well, how you man, in the <laughs> Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do you expect to survive? if you don't know how to thrive in the presence, in the glory of God. How how are you going to rejoice wow. in the prison cell if you don't know how to taste of the goodness of God, even in the midst of the storm? You have to practice the presence so that you have a platform to stand on in the midst of trial. You can't count trials on joy if you don't know how to access it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus. Wow. There's fire. Oh, Jesus. I saw fire coming out of a book right now. Yeah. Wow. Mm. God, I thank you for the burning away of mindsets and structures. <laughs> 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 You must have something really intense tonight because he's like getting us drunk for it. (laughs) Better prepare him for John's message. Get him hammered. (laughs) Mm. Uh,
1: We're just, uh, Mm. he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. So we're drinking right now before we eat. The man is on the way.
0: I almost feel like we're in a sauna. Like the air is thick right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have we started? <laughs> yes, we, sang we that the uh, it was the other day we sang why me Lord. <laughs> yeah, me, Lord. Uh, Sunday morning coming down. Come on. Oh
1: yeah. That's right. So mm. let me see what's happening here. Wow. Um <laughs>
0: I like Joy. <laughs> We got there. You go, Eddie. We got the what? The (laughs) locos. Oh
1: man! Oh, Oh. I just got it. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. What we'll do is is we'll we'll count this first scripture as the appetizer how's that the so appetizer. we're we're going to nibble on this for a moment how's that and then we'll go go at some point here cuz it's so good man mm. <clears throat> so unless I'm did you have something you wanted to say
0: okay oh my god
1: okay um, james james one <laughs> that'd be first first chapter of james Starting in verse
0: 22
1: to 25. Now, you've heard this a lot, this scripture, but I want to show you what it means, not through a victim or legal um, perspective. And I'll show you why, okay? Prove yourselves doers of the word and not just hearers who deceive themselves for if 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 <laughs> for if, if got stuck on the f uh. for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he's like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror there's a hint for once he has looked at himself and gone away he immediately forgot what kind of person he was mm. Now, before I read any more of that, there's a little bit more, we normally would read that as, at least, pardon me, I am was taught that it was like when I read the scriptures, Yeah. it was a corrective thing, Yeah. and I needed to make sure that I was doing or keeping the rules and becoming a certain way, right? <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's how I I took it too growing up.
1: Yes, but the key is mirror. Mm. Now we're going to connect this later on, but remember, I see through a mirror dimly, but then face to face, that's the mirror it's talking about here. Mm. So what is it that you're looking in the mirror for? You're looking to who you for are. who you are, in the spirit. Yeah. In Christ. Yeah. So. Here, if you're a, if you're just a hearer of what we're doing, even tonight, if you only hear it, right, but it isn't applied as an experience becomes an experience, and it takes time. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll show you that, and you have to bear with me as I as I do this because I'm just a wee bit on the intoxicated, intoxicated side at the moment. So you got to see that that's the mirror it's talking about. It's about. Um, unveiled Christ in me, the hope of glory. Okay? It's the latter is what this is. So now let's jump on from there. He has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. It's like a revelation comes from Christ. And instead of um, pressing in and allowing God to unveil that to us, like the message of grace... We just go back to what we know, and immediately we forget where we were going, if you will. So it's unveiled light, but if you don't receive it, you just carry on as you always were, right? But it says, one who has looked intently at the perfect law, it's called the law of freedom. Now what law is that talking about? It's Romans 8 the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So this is talking about union, sacred union. It's talking about as you're, well, that's what you're looking in for Mm. is to find out who you are and who you are in Christ. What does this mean? And has continued in it. We're to continue in that law of the life in Christ or the liberty, not having become a forgetful hearer, but an active doer. This person will be pleased, or sorry, (laughs) this person will be, I don't know where I've seen that word, will be blessed in what he does. Mm. So this is an an incredible scripture. When you see it, it's talking about, as I look into the law of life in Christ, I'm removed from the law of sin and death. I come into the law of life in Christ, which is the thing uh, uh, of freedom then I begin to awaken to what this life's really all about and what I'm doing here. I begin to walk into Christ, into Mm. freedom, right? And we'll carry on with this. But let me say what this is. So informational knowledge, if only held onto in the ego, Mm. builds uh, or causes a blindness through pride, instead of being a catalyst to experiencing the revelation that carries you into the light of knowing in the mind of Christ, which is spirit. Let me say that again, okay? Informational knowledge. That's uh, where the guy looks, but then he walks away, and he forgets. It's like we used to say, um, I'd see somebody an hour after somebody had preached on a Sunday morning. I'd say, so, um mean, I wasn't there, right? So I'd say, hey, what was the message about? And half the time they didn't know. They say, it was really good, man. I say, really? So what was it about? Because it was information. It dropped off when he talked about golf 10 minutes later. You know what I mean? Because it was all information in the mind. Sometimes you remember little bits, but if he was really impacted and it changed him, changed his life because in the in, in the west we've been really about storing information and we think and memorizing and we think that that will set us free but it won't no so informational knowledge if only held onto in the ego mm. it blinds through pride now not everybody has pride but a lot of us it says that um it can cause pride because we, we become prideful in what we know. It, it says pride puffs up. Cause your head to be too big to get through the eye of the needle. Right? So it, it's a, it causes pride instead of being a catalyst. So the informational knowledge is a catalyst to ex- cause you to begin to experience the revelation that you just got. That carries you into the light of Knowing. Remember, we talked in the last few weeks about unknowing to know. That means I can go of what I know in the carnal mind to know in the spirit, right? To fully know as I've been known by Christ. So then knowing is in the mind of Christ, which is spirit. Mm-hmm. And the mind of Christ is the mind of the spirit, which all of us that become in union, that's what we live from. Mm. As we mature in this, as we go up the ladder, that's the purpose of it, right? <laughs> that was just an appetizer. Well, just <laughs> okay. drink for a second again. <laughs> well, what do you think, though? Do you see that? Yeah, it's like I used to think it's kind of like a look in the mirror and I go, oh, man, I should, I should probably shave. <laughs> e- I <laughs> and, and then you go away and you don't see it anymore unless you feel the stubble. You don't know. Yeah. Until you look in the mirror and you go, "Wow, that's a two-day beard." Now you know what I mean. <laughs> yep, two that day was, beard, yep. Yeah, two-day beard. Yeah, you do real good in two <laughs> days. So that's kind of the 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 idea. But it's in the light of revelation, not uh, feeling like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm bad and I need to be good."
0: Well, it's actually it's it's wild because when it talks about the spirit that it's the spirit of life or the law of freedom. Yeah. It's wild to think about because what is true freedom if not the finished work of the cross that you were done before you ever started. Therefore, give into what you are. Go look in the mirror. Go see what you are. And don't forget what you are because if you can grab hold of what you are, Mm. then you can live it out. Then you can access that experience and walk that out. Exactly. Where so many of us don't go and look at who we are. Because we get stuck trying to be something we don't know we are. Yeah, we're trying to attain a a standard that Mm -hmm. man has created in order for them to believe that they can have access to God. But Christ gave us access through a finished work before the foundations of the world. You were wrapped into Christ. Why? So God would see you with an unstained innocence and you could approach him with no fear. Right. Right. This is why Christ did it this way. It was not; he wasn't waiting for the cross. You were already in Him before the cross.
1: Now, now the it's the the soul or the mind yes. that must make a journey. That's what the journey is all about, guys. Yes, is it must make a journey to that enfolding. Yeah. So yes, it is, but yet no, it's not. Meaning, it depends on the individual embracing the truth. Of what he sees in the mirror.
0: Truth has no value to you until you have received it. Yes. It doesn't matter if Christ did everything before the foundations of the world. If I don't take partake of it, it doesn't change my experience. Right. I'm still, I'll am still. i still be the exact same two seconds after if it's information.
1: Yeah, which isn't that what we've really seen in the last... In, in my Christian walk, is there was a revel- like things happening and good stuff. I'm not saying because it's part of the ladder, yeah, the early days journey of it. But it, mm. we got stuck in this sin conscious thing.
0: Well, and that's that's the whole point. Is it's I got, only we got
1: stuck with a dead man, yeah, instead of learning that we are alive.
0: And that's the thing is we're carrying around the corpse, battling in the darkness, right. Mm-hmm. When the whole time Christ is saying, Guys, you've never been where you think you are. You've always been free. And that's there's a there's an amazing story of um an escape artist in England. Yeah. Um he could escape any jail within like an hour. And so he goes to this one jail and they put him in the cell. I bet he had a lot of students. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he's trying and trying and trying and trying and finally after an hour, like a couple hours like it was three, four hours he was like just like done like just like sweat pouring out of his body crying like overwhelmed cuz he couldn't figure it out and then and then the prison guard just walked up and opened the door he e- said it was never locked <laughs> and that's why you couldn't pick the lock cuz it was never locked he never heard the mechanism fold over right because the mechanism was never engaged and so Christ made a way before the foundations of the world And here we are trying to unlock the cell our whole lives through self-effort when only through Christ could we walk out because he opened the door.
1: So what you've just described is the fall is our mind in an open prison thinking we're locked. And it's our ego that causes us to go on and live in that place of the matrix.
0: And truly, if we are really honest... Mm -hmm. It's a hidden prison. Yeah. Most people don't even know they're in it.
1: Well, that's the best kind of prison you put people in, right? Yeah. Is one where they think they're free. That
0: Until they wild. realize they're not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow. Yeah. Woo!
0: Mm. Yeah, okay. So that was the
1: appetizer. <laughs> well, that was a good that beginning. Was a, that was a, <laughs> a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh That was good. Uh, yeah. Shabbat. Okay. This this jumping right on from Are we ready yet? From there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're good. From what we were what we were just in there. In the Gospel of Thomas, verse 5, it says Jesus said this. Recognize what is in your sight to recognize to have your eyes open at that mirror, right? And that which is hidden from you will become plain to you, for there is nothing hidden that will not become manifest. You see, most of us think it's not being willing to be given, but it's all there to be given if we're willing to recognize the light and walk into it. Walk in the light as I am in the light. So to know, this is a Chinese proverb. Um, to know and not to do is not to know. He, that Chinese guy just quoted James one twenty two. You see it? Mm. To know and not to do is not to know. That's wild. You think you know, but you're not doing. Therefore, you really don't know. You just... It's just pride and ego. Wow. Information.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: To know and not to do is not to know. I like it.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Inspired, the word means in spirit. So when you quicken or inspired, it's in this coming from the spirit realm. In spirit. So the quickening or awakening from inside the veil... Or hidden from our sight while we're carnal it's just hidden because we can't see while you're carnal when your spirit you come into the fullness you will see so just because it's hidden doesn't mean it's not there it just means you can't see it that's all it means (laughs) so when we're inspired or we're quickened by the Holy Ghost when we're quickened by a revelation that is an inspiration coming to us That's what's going on. It's coming from a realm that you just can't see. Doesn't mean it's not there. So, because, because your will is free, you can accept what has already happened at any time you choose. And only then will you realize it was always there. This is what you were speaking about, about being enfolded. Yeah. You see it? Your will is free for you to choose what's already happened and enter into it because it's always there. It's not coming. It's here now. It's who you are in Christ. It's the truth. It's the seventh day. It's the seventh um, at the top of the ladder. It's Abba. It's the fullness of the day. It's the day of the Lord. All these things, that's what it is. So this is what what we're trying, what we're awakening to, is what we already are and where we already are. I'm not trying to get to heaven. I'm trying no. to wake up and be aware of heaven that's already in me and all around me. Well, and, it's and a state
0: exactly. Heaven isn't isn't a locational platform like Chicago. No or else it couldn't exist inside of me, and Christ said it did. Right. Right? It wouldn't fit. Yeah. Well, it might fit a little but <laughs> mm-hmm. We're working on it. We're working on it. But <laughs> right now, it would have a lot more room than it used to. But heaven mm-hmm. is not bound by a... Sh- like, heaven is not a shinier version of this. No. Excuse me. And when I realized that, it started to make me question, well, what is heaven? And then... I remember the first time I heard you say uh, the eternal life thing, mm-hmm. where the true meaning of eternal life is not a, t- uh, a length of time, no. but it's to know the Father. Christ came that we would have eternal life, and it makes so much more sense now when he's talking to the Pharisees, and he says, you search the scriptures to know the Father, looking for eternal life. Yeah. But yet the Father is standing bodily in front of you, and you can't even see him. Yeah. So therefore, like that's why Paul warned us. He's like, guys, be careful of the letter. Yeah. For it will kill you. Why? Because the letter without the person breathes something perverse. It's that's not that information exactly thing. Exactly. The pride, the the like think of the division, the thirty five thousand denominations, the thirty five thousand disagreements that caused divorce within this supposed body of Christ. Yes. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Like,
1: So then it says many are sick and die among you because you've not discerned the body. Many,
0: many, 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 many. Sick and
1: what? Die among you. And we've embraced
0: that as a reality. And we've taken that instead mm. of admitting it as failure. Mm. We turned it into graduation said, well, it's better to be in heaven than to be here. It's like, well, which, if that was true, then God would have just taken you at birth. That's right.
1: Why? You just shut her all down. Yeah. So there's a process here. And it's it's not that if you pass over that you're not in heaven. It's fantastic. But the problem is um, it's about not being blind.
0: Well, and what about the idea of the two becoming one? Yeah where Christ said, as it is in heaven, let it be on earth, right? Yes. So there's this amalgam, like, migration, let's say, of heaven to earth that mm-hmm. Christ is dreaming of, but that only comes from the monkeys, right? That That's only it. comes from a group of people who start to live out heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really, like, just being honest, yeah. I didn't really, like, know how to grasp that whole thing when you first said it. Mm. The monkey um, thing or what I The monkey about? thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, what, we just got to be love and then love will just catch on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just a Pharisee in my own heart, right? I'm working this out. We're talking
1: quantum. Entanglement. Entanglement, yes.
0: But then, like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, but wait a minute. It only took one guy to show a different way of living. And it's lasted for thousands of years and affecting me to this day. Well, here's
1: a good picture of it. It's in Ezekiel. It's called a wheel within a wheel. Hmm. What happens? The Spirit lifts, and the wheels move with it. It's a picture. And when I'm one in Christ, I move with him. You see? And as we we all come into that union in Christ, then we all move as the wheels.
0: Well, and if if you were to look at history and the 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 dim picture that we have mm-hmm. um and you look backwards from the time of Christ to the knowledge of man, and then you look at from the death of Christ to now, the advancement is un- unsu- it's like un- yeah. unimaginably faster because one person showed that there could be something better, like you gotta remember like people don't understand like. Like, um, a lot of a lot of different groups don't relate to Jesus and I'm like, you guys are you guys are you should relate to him the most. You know, like Jesus, oh my gosh. Like, talk about activists, mm-hmm. he treated women like men publicly in a time where women were not even spoke to. Right. And not just right. Jewish women. Right. Anybody. He treated his disciples equally. Mm-hmm. Think about that. He was like 2,000 years ahead of his time. It's still, to this day, there is countries that that is not even allowed. Yeah. And Christ was doing it back then in the middle of it all with no fear.
1: And there's this thing, you know, planting a seed. He's the seed into the field.
0: Yeah, he was showing us That something. it will
1: grow up, quantum mechanics, and cause an entanglement in the human race. That, But... We've got to get past a religious minds.
0: Well, and, and that's the crazy thing. The religious mind is still today mm-hmm. sitting in rooms mm-hmm. debating, should a woman be in leadership? Yeah, I know. And it's like, are you nuts? There is no Jew. This is called the mere dimly again. There is no Gentile. No. There's only one new man. One new man. And man it just it's the gathering of everyone. It's not it's not a gender when it's saying one new man it's not saying the, like a male. No. Like you know what i mean it's like it's both. It's it's this expression of the fullness of the godhead. Mm-hmm. An expression of both the mother, the father, the the son, the spirit, the mm-hmm. like the unity between the bride and the son is all wrapped into this. There's no separation. There's nobody left out. No. You know.
1: No, it's good.
0: It's like, I think we haven't, uh <laughs> mm-hmm. we're always in a state of quickening and mm-hmm. aren't aware of it. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're never not drunk. <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> No, exactly you were it. never sober. That's never what she sober, said. that's right. Yeah, I like that. Shakira. Mm-hmm.
1: That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and as you become aware. <laughs> You live and move and have your being (laughs) in the wine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wow, that's good. So I come back to this statement again as we move forward in here. In Aramaic, the name Alaha refers to the divine, and is wherever you read the word God. So in a quote from Yeshua, you can insert this word. It means sacred unity, oneness, the all the ultimate power, potential, the one with no opposite. He has no opposite. Sacred unity, that's what God is. That's the word Yeshua was using. So the opposite of love in 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 the world is fear in the mind of man. Yet God is love and he has no opposite. Ooh. Think about this. Therefore, as we forgive, We manifest love because we are love as there is no duality. And duality creates fear from the ego. Mm -hmm. It's in the ego of man. So if God has no opposite and I'm one in God and I want to become like him, unconditional love, then I must forgive. I must release and forgive because the fact of the matter is if, I'm, if there's anything, it's created in the ego of duality. If I'm one in Christ and I'm quantumly entangled as one in the whole human race, then the only thing that's separating me is something in my ego called duality. And if I'll forgive, then judge not Lest you be judged See when I judge it comes back on me So if I let it go I move into love And ultimately Become unconditional Love like my father
0: That's good like I remember I was watching uh, Dan Mueller one time mm-hmm. And he said The Lord told him uh, You can't be hurt He's like, what do you mean I can't be hurt He's like your love They can't hurt you. That's only you reacting. And it's like uh, another time, too, this lady, she called his wife. No, she showed up at their house at like 3 in the morning. Mm. He was on the road. Mm. So he gets a call from his wife. And there's a lady at their house. And she's come four or five hours to try to get prayer from him. And uh, in his flesh, like, he wanted to be frustrated. Yeah. But all he could do was love her. And she was so undone. Like he literally spent like an hour or two on the phone with her. (laughs) When he could have felt all these things that we feel violated. She went to my house. I'm not even there. I'm on the road. My wife's not safe. Yeah. All these conclusions, all these energy emotions, all these reactions. But he doesn't. He just chooses to love. Yeah. And so what I'm realizing, even in, in my own life, because I have little kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of little kids, and I realize that when I react, they have just been given control when they're not ready to have it. What they do should never change my mood. No. Because they're children, and I'm supposed to be an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not always so great at it, but uh, I've realized that if I don't react and I remain a place of love, even in the face of craziness. Yeah. That when they get older, I'll be the safest place they remember, because I don't change right, no matter what happens, dad always loves, and that's who God is, and that's the whole point yeah and and that's why when i I was researching discipline because i've always that was my scripture man, you know me I'm ready for correction from anybody anywhere anytime give yeah. it to me, I'll change like if i'm wrong, I'm wrong, I don't hide not like if I did it, I did it. I can't change it. Let's move on. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I ain't trying to look mm-hmm. pretty for nobody. Mm-hmm. And um I remember for years just taking that as like God's correct me, God's correct me, God's yeah. correct me. Yeah. And then the Lord showed me said, Corey, go go watch this video. And I clicked on this video and it was a like eighty three year old like Jewish rabbi. And he said the funny thing about judgment and discipline in the Bible he goes, most people don't understand it. It's not about what you've done, it's a conviction of who you are.
1: Yeah, see, which causes you to change.
0: And this is coming from an Old Testament believer. Yeah. Right? He he doesn't, he's not quoting the prodigal son story. No. Although I go right to that. Mm hmm. And that that'll wreck your mind if you can get your head around the fact that the sons were in the father's house at the beginning of the story. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where's the father's house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, mm-hmm. think about that. The son comes home, says, "I've sinned against you and I've sinned against God." The father doesn't even give attention to what he's saying. Bring the ring. Bring the robe. And people don't know why. Historically. Mm. And the the historical part is just there to help us see a picture. It's not the point. But the historical part was if the son was seen in that state, they would have stoned him because it was dishonoring to his father. And so the father was saying, let no one see my son dishonored. Right. That's wild. If if we could just take that.
1: So the father didn't see him that way, did he? No. It's only the, the older brother, the religious mindset
0: who was judging, Right, and the people would have seen him that way, but the Father wanted no one to see him that way. If we could take that hmm. and implement that core value into every church in the West, just that, don't ever let somebody be seen unworthy. Right. Our whole church culture would shift. It would change. Because it would give a place for love.
1: So that unconditional love, what I talked Ooh. about, and walking in forgiveness. Oh, that is the monkeys. Yeah. That's how it happens.
0: Yeah. And if you don't know what the monkeys are, go back. Yeah. John, a couple, a of, weeks couple ago. of weeks ago, John. It, we're not just mm. quoting, like, the monkeys, the like band. the band or <laughs> <laughs> You know, love like mm. the monkeys, you the monkeys. Oh. Okay. Mm. <sighs> Woo.
1: These mm. guys. Yeah. I would uh, tell you that story again, but I should stay on
0: keep going beam here
1: yeah so you can see that whole thing is <laughs> is as we forgive we're really dealing with our own minds mm. the our own ego with the duality if we deal with that then um we become more and more like our father yeah um so again um 1 Corinthians 15:45 says the first man adam became a living soul but the last Adam became a life-giving spirit Mm. now think of this the last will be first that's Jesus the life-giving spirit will be first and the first will be last which would be the ones that were uh, first now get in last we were fallen carnal started as a living soul and then became life-giving spirit as Jesus. Mm. The last shall be first, and the first will be last. You see it? The first was Adam, the first Adam. He comes in last into the truth. Mm. The book of Thomas put it this way. The disciples said to Jesus, verse 18, tell us how our end will be. Jesus said, have you discovered then the beginning that you look for the end? For where the beginning is, there will the end be. Blessed is he who will take his place in the beginning. He will know the end and will not experience death. <laughs> so he will know the end because he has experienced the beginning, which was Christ. Whoa. So the book of Thomas, verse 4 says, The man, I love this. Are you ready? The man old in days. Will not hesitate to ask a small child, seven days old, about the place of life, and he will live. For many who are first will become last, and they will become one and the same. Now, what's Jesus talking about? Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you except you become. As a little child, you cannot get into the kingdom of God. We have a small child. He's seven days old. Oh, he's climbed the ladder. He's in the seventh day. And you're asking him about the place of life because he's now living in the Father.
0: So the child is just a hint. Who could ask a baby a question? That's right. It's a hint. It's a hint. It's a hint. That's wild.
1: This is a child. Meaning childlike, (laughs) who is on the seventh day, in the seventh day of fullness now, or he's climbed the ladder, Jacob's ladder, which I talk about, or he comes into that place, right? Now he knows because at the top of the ladder is the Father, right? And so he's entered into the Father, which is what? Eternal life, the place of life, way, truth, life, holy of holies, he's in come on he's seeing his eyes are open and now the old guy the man olden days if he doesn't hesitate to ask then he will receive life for many who are first will become last
0: i love the fact that um <clears throat> more and more i'm seeing the hints yes like that didn't even take me very long right there cuz i was like wait a minute how do you ask a baby who's seven days old a question? Right. There's the hint. There's yeah. something wrong here. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Maybe it's not saying what you think it's saying.
1: It's trying to point us towards this truth, this greater truth, so we'll understand the math. You see, the math is involved in this too. The seven. Yeah. And I'm going to drop a few of these at the end, just to yeah. show you a few. Um,
0: so, but even that yep. before we go on, yeah, just yeah, that yeah. childlike thing. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, no. um, it's just it, it hit me pretty hard, so I don't want to miss it. But is uh, <laughs> Jesus mm-hmm. when he said, "Unless mm-hmm. you become like these, right, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven." And and you got to remember who were they trying to be like at that time, the Pharisees. Yeah, because to a Jew, the Pharisee was the closest person to God, mm-hmm. and yet the children were running, playing, and free. And Christ is saying, unless you walk in the freedom they have, where they're not afraid. Right. Unashamed, What did we call
1: that again? Mindless infant.
0: Yeah. Well, they don't have a preconceived idea.
1: They've entered into the unknowing. They don't have any responsibility. They're not
0: carrying any yokes.
1: No. None. What you see is what you get, and they live in the present. Mm. Always in the present. In the presence.
0: It's so crazy. Like, even today, like... Like, they don't understand, right? So, like, we're at the bowling alley, and, like, Hill Harper's like, oh, I want a pack of Smarties. Well, there's eight kids. This is eight
1: packs of Smarties. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and and I'm just like, okay, you know what, God? Like, let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. everybody get a pack of Smarties, you know? Mm-hmm. But they forget. We just got them Timbits in the car. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's like, how did you go from the car to the bowling alley and <laughs> forget? <laughs>
1: the Timbits bits you know? forgotten, the Smarties yeah. got seen. <laughs>
0: You know, and once in a Mm. while, it's all right. But Mm. I'm just like, man, I want to live like that, where I'm looking for God's provision so much that I can have it in the car and need it in the bowling alley.
1: This is the quickening, man. This is the quickening. If we become aware. (laughs) Remember what I said? um,
0: I had a thing in the word again now. Don't Uh lose that, John. (laughs)
1: Um, um, Inspired. Inspired, yes.
0: Oh, man, okay. I'm ripped right now. Mm-hmm.
1: So the the old Hebrew word I talked a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week, I don't really know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is going somewhere. That's why I'm saying it again. So the old Hebrew word for human being in Genesis is Adam. That's for the human race, the human being. It referred to a non-gendered being made up of damn Juice, wine, sap, essence. Do we get it? The essence, which is um, male and female, both, right? And it's the letter uh, aleph, which points, it's pointing, pointing to sacred unity. So the word for wine symbolizes your individual consciousness that you're consciously aware Much of the Middle Eastern sacred literature sees this as fermented or distilled from sacred unity. So we've come Mm. from oneness in God, sacred unity in the spirit, (laughs) squeezed out, fermented, (laughs) if you will, into conscious awareness, ourselves here as a living being. Mm. Christ comes as the life-giving spirit. So according to this view of Genesis, we as human beings have been given the challenge to hold within ourselves the consciousness of all older life forms, everything that's come before, as well as the entire universe manifest and that which is not yet manifest, unmanifest. What is that? That's the all-knowing mind of Christ. It's that we're to come back You see, the purpose of this is to come back into the fullness of oneness in the Godhead with the Father. That's the purpose of this, right? And so um, I'm going to read something right now by Brian Christian, which um, I'm not going to try to explain too much. So (laughs) I'll let Brian come on and explain it one of these days. But it fits in with all this. Because once we understand, like he says, uh, allegorically, the story of Genesis enables us to relate and and apply a deeper truth. Seeing Adam and Eve as the masculine and feminine aspects of God in the divine and the finite. The giving and the receiving within the garden of the mind of humanity. Now we're getting somewhere, he says who we are as spirit in the divine union as one with god agreed upon this human experience we were chosen in him from before the foundations of the world this divinity as god became flesh as mankind that's where we were squeezed out fermented out into uh this place in the feminine the receiver while god is both masculine and feminine the father's masculinity and the Holy Spirit's femininity. I'm one spirit with the with the Lord. Christ is the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. Jesus is the embodiment of both, seen as fullness in human form. So now you understand when you see Jesus walking, he is both um, masculine and feminine. He's both the giver and the receiver. He is the picture of the fullness of the Godhead, of who he we are to be. To be one with God. Yeah. I'm in the Father, the Father's in me, and we're one. And if we're to be one as He is one, which is His prayer. Yes. Right? Then we have to understand that whole thing. Like Brian's talking about. allegorically, and remember, that's one of the levels of the Jewish rabbinic understanding.
0: Yeah. Well, and you see it in in these moments where Jesus does things that don't make sense from a masculine point of view. Right. Where Jesus stands up to the crowd and says, I I long like a mother hen to bring you under my wings and basically nurse you or hold you. You know, not many 30-year-old dudes jump up and preach that because it's coming from a totally different place. And I've experienced um certain moments of that, like of like when I experience being the bride, mm-hmm. where I have this desire for him that isn't like a masculine person probably wouldn't express per se. Yeah. But yet I have a deep desire for him.
1: So so the word living word of God, remember what it is? Yeah. Sperma. Yeah. yeah. So Indeed. so that is the masculine. Mm-hmm. Seed coming, and then receiving that is yeah. become impregnated to like Mary, birth. yeah, right. And so we become impregnated by the living Word of God, by the sperma, and it must mature within us, yeah, till we give birth to union, yes, to the to the Christ.
0: I'm, I'm way too immature for this conversation, uh, but I love it. So, so the
1: thing is, when you see it. You begin to understand what Jesus meant when he said, I do nothing
0: but what I see and hear. Mm -hmm.
1: I need to be impregnated by the Father, by the masculine part of God.
0: Which is why he went away.
1: That he could manifest. In the natural. The feminine. So you see by the Holy Spirit, which we a lot of times give the attributes of the mother of God. The mother God, meaning still those aspects of being a comforter and uh, an encourager. But you can see that both of these things are within God himself is masculine and feminine. Mm. Right? It's only, and what did God call uh, Jesus say? Sacred unity. The union of both.
0: Well, yeah. and, And how could we, how could he not be? Right. Well, the one just showed up and was never an aspect of who he was, even though we're all a reflection of him? Come right, on. right, right. You know, it's it's just hard in a, in a masculine-controlled system. Yeah. Um, and false masculine-controlled system. It's false masculinity. Well, we, we see this
1: um, lording over. We see yeah. it throughout history.
0: Well, even for me, like, it's hard for me to relate um, to this generation— because i was raised so different in such a short amount of time right like when i was a kid you didn't cry your dad taught you how to fight you know like it was not like right you know what i mean like i meet dudes and they're they're crying and they have feelings and they're expressive and they're you Mm -hmm. know and i'm like whoa like you guys are way further ahead emotionally than i was i didn't even know i had emotions till i was like 20 yeah yeah they were buried and it was all just anger and rage. Yeah,
1: because of the pain. That was to protect them from the pain.
0: Yeah, and I didn't go there. I, right. I never went there to find it because it was too. I was taught that's something you don't do. You right. just move on. Right. Suck it up, buttercup. And Keep what, going. But what
1: happens is it leaks out called anger.
0: Yeah, well, it turns. It basically creates a system of rage where yeah. you become numb and the only expression you have is rage. Right. right. And so. But like now, I'm seeing like this generation doesn't have that same rage. It's different. There may be
1: individuals depending on their lifestyle, right? What's happened to yeah? Yeah. But as a whole, there's definitely a difference.
0: It's Very different. Like and and even the expression, um, like of of the awareness of self, Mm -hmm. like where they're like, you know, I feel this way or things like that, or like I never had any of that. Yeah, Yeah, like. And that's why I think if we a lot did, them, we weren't telling anybody. Well, and I think a lot of them mm-hmm. struggle with anxiety because they don't know what to do with the 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 level of awareness of their own emotions that they have, mm-hmm. and so they need mm-hmm. really mentorship in in showing them that anxiety is an invitation to look deeper, and, and that sucks because that feeling is not fun. No, but when it comes, I don't run. Right, I stay and I go. Okay, well, why is this happening? And so I had a young guy one time, we were uh, in the studio in Brantford and I asked him to write a verse and he's like, oh, I I can't, I'm too anxious. I got to go home. I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, when I get like this, I just got to go home. I said like, so what about when you're at school? Oh yeah. I just go home. And Mm. I'm like, what? Oh yeah. I get signed out. I'm allowed. It's my anxiety.
1: Fear causes you to run.
0: And so I said to him, I said, how about this? Why don't you just write about the anxiety? Mm-hmm. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah, write it down. Write, I'm anxious on the page. And he started writing, the, and these lyrics came out. Within a few minutes, he wasn't thinking about his anxiety anymore. He was writing a song. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I showed him. I said, where'd it go? Are you anxious? He goes, no. I said, well, where'd it go? Mm-hmm. Was it even here? Or was it an invitation to look deeper? What are you being triggered? I didn't use that word at that time. I didn't know that word at that time. Mm -hmm. But I was showing them that if you face the stuff, like gold, unless you're in Australia, isn't found on the surface. Right. In Australia, it is. They just walk around with metal detectors and pick up nuggets of gold. It's wild. But I like Gold Rush, the show. Yeah, yeah. And They got to dig that stuff out. They got to get muddy, dirty, grimy, and then they find the value. And like- Dude, you're talking like yeah, tiny specks and thousands of miles of dirt. It's not like the old days. No. But yet that's that's a symbol of God saying, are you willing to go through the stuff that you're afraid to even look at? And I, I said this to a couple of people who are songwriters. I said, if you want to really write a song, you got to take the thing you want nobody to know hmm. and give it away. Then they'll connect. Then they'll you know what I yeah, mean? Like it's real. Yeah, and it's it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do. There's not many people who do it. Music music used to have a frequency of of people. It used to have a sound of humanity. Mm-hmm. It had a feel because it was a bunch of people in a room and whatever happened was captured and whatever didn't wasn't added because there was no way to add it back then. Yeah. And they, they just They became skilled at their craft, and they became better because they had to be in order to get it on the tape. Yeah, yeah. There was nobody to, like, go, oh, don't worry, the guy will come in later and play it, or don't worry, we'll fix the timing, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Auto-tune, don't even worry about singing the notes, Mm -hmm. you know. And, like, or, like, even sometimes when artists do other languages, they punch it in word by word.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, fuego, fuego. Stop, next word, you know, like, (laughs) it's like they don't, you know, and it's like, but that's why we've lost so much of that feeling. And that's why, um, even the recordings I listened to from the other last night, I was like, wow, there's something in this that's so raw that it's just hitting home.
1: See, that's the difference between head and heart. That's the difference between spirit and ego. That's the difference between the sword, right? Mm-hmm. Talks of the division between soul and spirit to yeah. wake us up, right? Come on. So we got cre. We got the male and the female, right? That which is always <clears throat> speaking about uh, giving and receiving, the the giver and the receiver. Come on. Now let's. I'm going to change a word for a moment to give you an idea of who God is. His character. We're talking about uh, sacred unity and unconditional love. An unconditional loving father. Remember, he doesn't do love. It's not an attribute. It's who he is. It's who he is. And there is no opposite. So if you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting at verse 4, and remember what I used before, like with the mirror, we're going to go into that shortly here a little, Um Scripture unveils scripture. You can understand it that way. So in Corinthians, it talks about love is patient. But if God is love and love is God, let's put it this way Father is patient, Father's kind, Father is not jealous. Remember, it tells us that that is actually passionate. He's passionate. Father does not brag. Father is not arrogant. Father does not act disgracefully. He does not seek his own benefit. Father's not provoked. Father does not keep an account of a wrong suffered. Father does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Now notice those are together, because righteousness is in right standing with God, and how do you get in right standing? You're in agreement with mm. the truth. His reality is what brings you into into freedom. So, an unrighteousness is is living in a lie.
0: That's good. Living
1: outside of the of His reality. Father keeps every confidence. He doesn't go around to expose you. Father believes all things. He hopes all things. He endures all things. And by the way, Father never fails.
0: <laughs>
1: he will fulfill everything he's said to do. This is who he is as love. Now, when we talk about the, the next part of that scripture, <laughs> think of this. The partial is to be a child. To be um, in the early stages of awakening or knowing is is a a child. And to be a man or the son of God, to be a son of God, is talking about a mature one or maturing. So you become the children of God, and then they become the sons of God. As they mature in the light and walk uh, into the um, the ladder, the top of the ladder, which is also spoke about in different terminologies, such as the the perfect day, the day of the Lord, the fullness of the day, the seventh day, when God rested. So mm-hmm. it goes on, it says... But if there are gifts of prophecy, they'll be done away with. If there are tongues, they'll cease. If there's knowledge, it'll be done away with. Knowledge, words of knowledge. Knowledge as we understand it. Mm. Remember, we have to enter into unknowing to know. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. There's the partial. But when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away with. So it's, it's like you're, you're using, utilizing something for the beginning of a journey, but then you don't need it anymore because you've entered into something else that most of us know nothing about. We're just beginning to know it even exists, but I haven't entered fully into unknowing to enter into knowing,
0: mm.
1: which is spirit. So perfect is the seventh day Remember the full awakening to be all-inclusive like our Father, all-inclusive, which is unconditional love. Now the scripture goes on. When I was a child, remember we just talked about, this is the next part of that verse, we just talked about all the gifts, all the things that we walk in, and those we don't yet, right? It says then, when I was a child... Paul said, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child, reason in the mind. When I became a man, I did away with the childish things. So what's he talking about? Those things. For now we see in a mirror dimly. Oh, that's the child seeing in a mirror dimly. Prophesying in part. What did it say? Prophesying in part. um. Pro- um All these things, tongues, knowledge, all these things. Then he goes, but then, face to face, now I know. You see it? Then I knew in part, but now I know fully. Just as I also have been fully known. Now, if you you look at this, you'll recognize what we read earlier, that we're trying to wake up to what already is. My free will allows me to choose what already is. It's already here, it's not being hidden from me. It's that I'm hidden from it. And I have fallen into a state of this uh, seeing through a mirror dimly, being a child of God, walking in this place. But if I go through the journey, which is to go from carnality to spirit, Romans chapter 6... To Romans chapter 8 I will come into this place it says I will fully know and I'll also uh, know as I've been fully known you Mm -hmm. see God knows me those in the spirit know now who I am it's me it's you that doesn't know who you are because we're still in the shadows, if you will. We're still in the dim light. We're still in that 0.05 of the light the spectrum, spectrum yeah. right? And we, we've we been taught by Greeks, heaven's way out there, and this, and this, and this. This by blind men. No. Jesus said blind leading the blind,
0: remember? Well, and really they were just adopting pre-existing thought patterns.
1: By pagans, yeah, r- yeah. ritual. So God is trying to tell us, like when Jesus said, um, um, about God being uh, our heaven, uh, being, he meant that God is everywhere. He didn't mean up in the sky. He meant right here, everywhere, omnipresent, right now. Sacred unity. As sacred unity. As close as your breath is right now, that wine we were drinking a moment ago is still here in vast, vast quantity. Why? Because it's where we live and move and have our being. We're not trying to get it. We're trying to wake up to who we actually are. Mm. We're marinated In the Creator we are one with him we that's why joy is a serious business in heaven so the journey from carnality to spirit Romans 6 7 and 8 it says but now when now faith hope and love that's the journey Romans 6 Romans 7 Uh Romans 8 faith Jesus hope in the Holy Ghost love in the Father life in the Father So now you see these three, but the greatest of these is love. What is love? The purpose why Christ came to take us up the ladder to the Father into eternal life. Unconditional love is found in the Holy of Holies, which is life himself, which is eternal life to know the Father and the Son, whom he sent. That's the purpose of this thing. We're waking up. To the beginning, mm. who we are in Christ. Come That's on. why Christ, the last shall be first, because it's spirit. It's not flesh. Come on. So, the narrow gate, Matthew seven fourteen, and the difficult way leads to eternal life. So few even find it. So... I'm trying to herald a truth so that we can change that to many find it. We want to find this thing, man. I don't know better yet. I want to be found by this. I can't do anything, but what I do is uh, uh, I'm willing to be made willing because it's a father's good pleasure to give the kingdom
0: I right. think Christ laid it out for us. He said, If I be lifted up, yeah. I would draw all men unto myself. Well, I haven't seen that. So, what are we lifting up then? Yeah. And that's really the hard question. And a lot of people don't like to ask questions. They like to just say, Well, we just need to trust. That yeah, God we is used God. to do that. Eh? But it's like, Well, you know what? If that's what he wanted, then why did he say come up here where my thoughts are higher than your thoughts? Yes. Obviously, he wants me to change my thoughts to be higher. And why would he tell me to renew my mind if not to ask questions? Right. For how can I renew something if all I can do is is robotically um, emulate a word that's written on a page? It has to become a living experience. Yes, yes. So it's... uh,
1: which takes you up high where he says, <laughs> remember, the, the, um, my thoughts are not either high as the heavens are yeah. from the earth. Heaven being spirit, earth being carnal. Yeah. See, it's just language. He's trying to tell you something. Once you jump out of the pagan Greek stuff that was given there, you begin to see it, right? The high calling in Christ. That's the union. That's the marriage union in Christ you can be saved not in Christ in Christ is the marriage I can be dating my beloved I can be kissing my beloved Mm -hmm. but he wants to marry me yeah and that's what he's doing he's calling me up to the high calling come here I want to be married to you which is union in Christ
0: and that's the whole thing. Is he's he's trying to reposition us in this season, I believe, because he he's tired of us having this mentality of him being up on a throne and us being at his feet, and us just worshiping him for eternity. That's that's so ridiculous when it says that you will be co glorified with him. Yes. Well, wait a minute. Co glorified, seated at the right hand, right beside, Which is authority. same place, same mm-hmm. position with him. Mm-hmm. And That's wild, like, mm-hmm. but that's where he's called us. And so these things that we have done have actually kept us with our backs bent in the ground, instead of arms spread, soaring in the skies. E- exactly,
1: like we we have this concept that to be seated at the right hand of Jesus Christ is to sit on a chair next to him or maybe on his knee. But what he's talking about there is that you will have authority, as I, as I do, over carnality and live in the spirit as a king. A king rules over the, the land.
0: The firstborn of many. Yes. He's saying you will rule like I ruled. Yes. But what did he rule? He ruled his own land. That's right. He actually successfully He ruled. overcame
1: it all. Yeah. And then rose from the dead. So let me let me just give you some math for a second, okay?
0: <laughs> math time with John Brown.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the ones that you like first, we'll talk about that union first. It says 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he's become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything's fresh and new. So we need to be enfolded into into Christ. Now, here's, a, here's the beginning of this seeing John 2 1. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there. Notice it was on the third day. What day is that? That's the seventh day. The seventh day, top of the ladder it's a It's a picture he's telling you something. Come on, man. it's not just that they went to a wedding at Cana. He's telling us something. There's a reason it says the third day. This is the math, the hint to tell you something on the third day. How do I say that? There were four thousand years before Christ, and three thousand we're we're in the third day now. There's two days, two thousand years, and then we've entered into the third day. And it says, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. So he's telling us that at the top of the ladder, in union, is where the wedding is. Romans 8, no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Union, union. It's coming to that place. Revelation 21, 9. Listen to this. Then one of the, what? Seven angels who had the, what? Seven bowls full of what? (laughs) The seven last plagues came and spoke with me saying, come here, I'll show you the bride. What is she? The wife of the lamb. She's the wife, Mm. not a bride to be. She's the wife of the lamb. Again, the number seven completion day. God rested because it was complete and done it this is what it's telling us again. Don't get wrapped up in the first level called the simple or the literal. You gotta go further. Remember, I've said before that the um the higher truth or revelations are couched on the lower. And there's four for rabbitic understanding. The hint is after the literal, then the There's the um, allegorical, and then there's the math. Okay, so seven angels, seven bowls, seven plagues. Come here, I'll show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. That's union. That's the marriage. That's where each of us is to go, to the top of the ladder, entering into life in the Father. Okay? Now let's look at Esther for a moment. Esther 2.12. Now, when the turn of each young lady came to go into the king, after the end of her 12 months of regulations for a woman, for the days of her beautification were completed, as follows, six months with oil and mirth and six months with spices and the cosmetics for women. So there was a period of six months, right, six days, Mm. until she was prepared on the seventh day to go into the king. Esther 5, 1 and 2. Now it came about when? On the third day, seventh day. Come on. Esther put on her royal robes. That means she has now been prepared for marriage. Come on. Stood where? In the inner court Mm. of the king's palace. In front of the king's rooms. Now, remember... Outer court, holy place, holy of holies, inner court, ten of meeting. She's prepared now. She understands she's went through the six days of cleansing. She's now standing before the king's door that enters where? Into the spirit, into your, into life, eternal life. And the king was sitting on his royal throne in the throne room, in his place of authority in the spirit, right, opposite the entrance to the palace, when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court, she obtained favor in his sight. And the king extended to Esther the golden scepter, which was in his hand, and Esther came near and touched the top of the scepter. That's when we access. That's revealing to us. Matthew 17, Six days later, or Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and his brother, Mm -hmm. and what did he do? He led them up on a high mountain by themselves. It's called the Mountain of God. It's where Moses went. Mm -hmm. Remember we showed last week, Jesus there. Moses leaves the mountain and appears and sees the actual temple. Of God standing.
0: What she had asked for. Yes. Where is a temple that is not built with human hands? Yeah,
1: and then comes um, Elijah. And they both are there seeing God in the spirit. So they obviously had ascended, both of them. So six days later is what? The beginning of the seventh day. They entered in. And I end with Hosea 6, 2. He will revive us after two days. He will raise us up on the third day that we may live before him. You see it? 4,000 years, three, into the third day. After two days, six, he raises us up on the third, that's the seventh, and we will live before him. Mm. This is the purpose, to bring us back into sacred unity, to bring us back. I'm going to find that quote. Um,
0: That's good.
1: That's um, really good. That will helps us... Um,
0: um, This is really good. It's a deep drink tonight, guys. But remember, information only tells the heart what it must get from God. Yes. It's one of my favorite um, nuggets along the way here. And so um, don't try, just receive. Yeah. The presence, you still feel Mm. God's
1: presence really strong. Just drink it in.
0: You know what it feels like? Mm. I I saw a fountain one time. It was so amazing. It was in uh, my buddy Rocco's house. Mm. He's a very successful human being. (laughs) And uh, he had this, like, four-foot round marble ball, solid marble, like four feet round, and there's water that runs under it, and the ball rolls it's a fountain. This oh, really? Massive balls just constantly rolling because the water. What causes it to
1: run, like to roll?
0: Because the water pressure keeps it just above the stand. Ah. It's like a millimeter above the stand, so it's rolling. You can't roll off. Right, right. But it's moving, right? And it's like, but here's this unmovable thing being yep. held up by something that's so fluid. And it's like mm-hmm. Jesus when he came and spoke even when he spoke to people in private, he spoke in such a way that they were confounded because he'd never heard anyone speak this way. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that fountain to the point where it's still in my brain today. Yeah. Why? Because it speaks of something so powerful that like water, like the living water of God can hold even an unmovable object like in in basically suspension in that place between heaven and earth, right? Yeah. And that's what I loved about that, um, the pneuma or whatever, that word pneuma is, it's the blast between heaven and earth. Yeah. The blast. It's an encounter as you cross into the awareness of heaven. There it is. Mm. Go. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm.
1: That's so good. I just... uh,
0: Mm,
1: I I just wanted to grab this again because your will is free. You can accept what has already happened at any time you choose. Think of that. Only then you'll realize that it was always there. I will Mm -hmm. know as I've been known. It's already there. Your free will is you can choose it or not. You see it? We can choose to drink the wine right now or not. Uh-huh. All right? We can think, hey, we can think that um, we're trying to get it. We've been taught that we must do something. Like I remember when I was running the bunker mm. in the 90s, you, 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 there was very little trust in the youth. They... They would say, why are you doing this? What do you want from me? <laughs> said, I don't want anything from you. Well, you must want something. No, I don't want anything. You see, it's hard to understand when we've been taught, even they were taught they must do something or something's expected in order to get something. But here, God has freely given it. It's right there for us. Mm. Mm. We can drink as much of God's presence because he's not holding anything back. The truth is, remember, I'm already marinating in God. Mm. I've always been marinating in God. I've just become aware. And with my free will, I chose. And I begin to be intoxicated in his love. I realized there was this small child, seven days old. He knew about the place of life, and I wanted to live. Mm. And I realized that many who are first will become last. They will stay in carnality. But they have the choice with their own free will become one and the same as Christ. He came to tell us who we are. He came... I mean, even in the renewal, we were thinking that there was this wine, and but we were thinking that you had to get it. So we were going somewhere until I realized that it was in me and I went into the more of 94 and began to get just whacked on West Core Street and I was started going into the glory that place where it says in the 70 fell and they could no longer minister I accessed into that I started to get into places because I believed as, as the child in me was teaching me you see, the child in me, the child of God, <laughs> was teaching me. And there's times, man, I'd just be sitting in my office doing um, administrative things. And I'd be standing there and somebody would be talking to me. And it's like, man, it's like if you could drink a 40-ouncer in like half a second and see the effects, that's what would happen to me. People said my eyes literally changed right in front of them. (laughs) And I was absolutely intoxicated, way beyond anything I ever tasted in the Toronto renewal. Mm. How? Because now I knew I didn't have to go geographically anywhere it was inside me. Christ in me. And then slowly, as I began to understand this, the light began to come. Because he was saying, come up here, my son. Walk up this staircase called the Stairway to Heaven, Mm. Jacob's Ladder. Come on. Come on. There's a high calling in Christ. Do you want it? Do you want it? Do you want to mature into the place? (laughs) And I think maturity is probably that wine being fermented in me. Mm -hmm. How do you become a son? You get intoxicated in the unconditional love of God, and you're able to walk in a forgiveness like your father. That's where you're going. But as long as you want to hold things in your ego, the mind of man, the very construct that got us in this separation, in our own understanding, then it keeps us imprisoned in that jail that is not locked. It was never locked. Jesus came to say, hey, there's no lock. And they killed him. Then he rose from the dead and said, There's no death. I've just overcome it for you. Do you see it? I overcame it. No one takes my life. Why? Why did he say that? Because Jesus didn't live, he's life itself. He is life. And you cannot cause life to die any more than you can cause death to live. Yes, he died in the flesh and rose from the dead. But he is life itself. Breathe in. Yeshua is within you. (laughs) Yeshua is within you. He's within me. We can drink of his goodness. And the wine is fine. (laughs) Come dine. Yes. We want to be a little child, right? Want that little child to teach us that's seven days old Mm. because he knows where life is. (laughs) Mm. Whee! (laughs) All right. Anybody have any questions, comments, rebukes, anything would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. i don't know i'm bound to get a couple (sighs) it doesn't mean it's good it's good it's good yeah Mm. (sighs) that's right deborah said so we're always in a state of quickening and aren't aware of it yes because it rains on the just and the unjust it's always raining it's always coming it's us that's not aware, but as soon as we turn our awareness inward, instead of getting caught in the constructs and the matrix, it's outward, we start looking inward to him who's the creator. Then we become aware, and that's the journey up the ladder into Abba, into Dad, into sacred unity mm. and the Father. Anything else that I missed? Hmm. Ah, did you say, um, man, I'm kind of wasted. I'm trying to. Remember.
0: Oh, I here. like that. I remember thinking in the renewal, why do you have to go to Toronto and God is everywhere you are? Well, because yes. a point of contact helps us believe it. Yes. And the unity of the saints brings us into awareness and oh yeah it's it's
1: it was part of the, it's part of the journey that's what revival is. God is always in revival he's never not, but it happens and manifests sovereignly at times to try to wake us up that there's more mm. that's why I said the more of ninety four I used to go to Toronto a lot and get wrecked <laughs> but <laughs> it was part of the journey. And right. Yeah, in Christ, you know, God was amazing. And um I mean I went to uh Saint Louis once seeing uh Rodney and I walked down on the floor of the stadium like where he was speaking and I could feel literal electricity to about eight and nine feet in the air. It was just like electrified. I mean, that's how it came. And manifested into North America from uh, South Africa. Mm. and um, But the thing is, um, and these signs shall follow them that believe. That's everybody that would believe. So it's there. It's just a growth It took me a while to quit looking for Moses. Mm. Now Moses has, was very helpful, wasn't he? There's a purpose, you know, and we always. I'm like I always say. I'm always uh, a disciple and a teacher because uh. I'm always learning. So I haven't arrived, if that'll ever happen. And I'm always teaching that which has been giving away what that which has been given to me. So you're both. <laughs> We're always both, right? It's good. Yeah. We never want to stop learning, which is I never want to stop growing. I never want to stop going. And I also realize I can never put my foot in the river in the same place. And God's the river. He's always moving, so I best get in that river and
0: away we go. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Come on.
1: All right. Well, bless you guys. It was uh, fun. And look at that. I'm done early (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next Mm -hmm. Monday Yeah Bless ya